Okay, guys, here we are today. This is all about the Five Property Show, 9.30 live on a Saturday morning. Are you hesitant to sell? Should you find a home first or should you find a buyer now? That is the most important thing we're going to discuss today. I mean, sellers aren't really buyers. Uh, listen, guys, if you're listening in, please feel free to comment. Uh, please feel free to actually give us a thumbs up um, as well. And also, if you've got any questions about this, because this is probably one of the most important subjects in this category. Uh, Alicia, what's your thoughts on this? Um, I think you have to really screw your courage to the sticking point and put your house up for sale. You know, it's it sounds like something an estate agent would say, would say because we want to sell houses. That's the end of the show really, then, we can all go home. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's right. But in actual fact, um, you know, the property market will just grind to a halt otherwise, isn't it? The property market is stuck if nobody can move. So, Jimmy, what's your thoughts initially? You've got reaction on this, don't you? Um, I'd be very surprised uh, if we don't get many questions today because this is the most common thing or I come across when I go out and meet meet vendors or potential sellers when I when I when I first meet them at the appointment. I'm worried about homeless, where I'm gonna go, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. I don't expect you to see you guys watching, hiding today. This is your chance to hand. It is, it is really the. It is really summed out there. The perfect opportunity as a buyer and even as a seller to actually comment on this and actually ask questions because this is the most important thing ever. I mean, if you're not living in the, your dream home at this point in time, then why do you think that is? It's possibly for for me. I know it's the way you think. You know that's really what it comes down to. And in order to think outside of that process, you need somebody from an expert advice on an independent. It's like the old saying about you can't see the forest for the trees, that sort of thing. And it needs someone else to actually take a step back and actually have a look on the outside and see what's happening in order to get in order to get you from here, which is all the pain points, to here, which is all the good stuff. And the catalyst in between is what we do. It's where the magic happens. I mean, sellers aren't actually selling at this point. Buyers can't buy then as a result. Nobody can move. The property market is stuck in a standstill just now. So people have been achieving extraordinary prices for their homes with the government's official figures showing national increase in property values of around 10%. Um, and right across over the last five years, and in this vlog itself, you can see it up there on this post, I'm no pointing to the same guys. I'm actually pointing the posts because, <laughs> um, and over the last five, 10, 20 years, I've actually got the information on there about the property prices and how they've gone up in that fact. I mean, in fact, it's quite the opposite. I mean, there's some life changing sums have actually been had, and you think owners would be jumping at the chance to sell as a result of that, but in fact, it's quite the opposite. I mean, you know, we looked at a recent uh, information from consultancy firm 20CI. And they said that over 351,000 properties were sold across the entire UK at the beginning of 2022. And it's actually the lowest figure since company began gathering data since 2008. I mean, that's quite a surprising. Is it surprising? Is it not surprising? Um, I wouldn't say I'm surprised with that, with everybody's hesitation. Like, what everybody's saying is, uh, yes, my house will sell quickly, but I've got nowhere to go. And if everybody's in that mindset and in that rut, then there's going to be less properties to sell or choose from. So it's obviously going to happen. And I would say the majority of people need to sell before they buy. So it's one goes with the other. 
it, think it, it's like paralysis it's, analysis, isn't it? Though I mean, there's the it, um, I, I I think personally, um, there's a lot of overthinking getting done. Yes, hundred percent. What What are your thoughts on that, Alicia? Um. Well, I think that if we look at things historically, there have always been uh, peaks and troughs and everything. Life, we seem to go in cycles. We don't. We call it a life cycle, and within that life cycle, there are many life cycles. This is just one of them. So we've had yeah. a flurry of huge activity. Now we might be going through a little bit of a lull, and then that activity will pick up again. It, we can look through property history and see exactly this happening time after time. Yeah. I mean, even with turbocharged demand um, and the possibility of selling for more than they've ever dreamed of, um, some homeowners are actually keeping their properties off the market because they can't see anything to buy at the moment. But I, I keep going back to saying this. Guess what everybody else is doing? The ones that you want to buy, that's how everybody else is thinking as well. So unless you take that first step and put your property on the market and everybody else does as well, something has to give. And if it doesn't give, you'll be stuck where you are. Now, there'll come a point for most people in their lifetime or their life cycle, like you're saying, Alicia, where you have no other choice because of your family's grown bigger or because your need is, is for a smaller accommodation because of your health. And, and you don't want to get to that point where it's become crisis because crisis means uh, people can take opportunity. They can take advantage of that straight away because you're in a you're in you're now in between a rock and a hard place because you've backed yourself into a corner and you've got nowhere else to go as a result. So there, that's why you have to be proactive in terms of doing that. But that's where it comes back to taking the advice from an estate agent for that very principle and for that very purpose. That's all it comes down to. Yeah, I was met with a client uh, this week where they were. When we were discussing exactly what we are right now, they were like, oh, I've got nowhere to go. I need a five bedroom house. Not many of those come up. Oh, and it's all so stressful. So I think I'll just wait, et cetera. Um, so and I said, yet yeah, I've been into a five bedroom house. Yeah, exactly. And we're yeah. going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how this happens. I've been into a five bedroom house. Your client's looking for a five bedroom house. They're probably, actually, they're looking to downsize. So I take it your client's got a smaller house? Yes. Yeah, there you go. March made in heaven. And yet no one's doing anything as a result of this. And the people are out there in order to get it. So we're going to talk about this in the show today. If you have that experience out there, please feel free to make a comment in the in the comments. Ask a question. Uh, if, you, if, you're, if you're on the same track, stick the number five in. You know, just put the number five in the comments so we can see that coming through. So you're on the same track as us uh, and you understand what we're talking about, really. It is, a, it is literally a stalemate in the property market between sellers and buyers. There's buyers out there that want to buy, but sellers don't want to sell because they're afraid that they've not got anywhere else to buy. And it's a vicious circle at this point in time. So if that strikes a chord, perhaps you should say uh, you share the same questions that many people do in telling us what they want uh, to sell and they have their doubts. Should you wait until your dream home hits the market or seize the day to get an incredible price, okay, in case the moment actually passes? There's a lot riding on reaching a decision. So we're going to talk about that right now. Most important point out of this is putting time on your side. So what do we mean about putting time on your side? Well, first things first. It's good to remember that accepting an offer today doesn't mean actually moving tomorrow. <laughs> so please bear that in mind. If you accept an offer today, 
for your house doesn't mean you're moving tomorrow as a result of that. Um, agreeing a sale is simply the first step in strengthening your buying position for when you fall in love with a home. That's really all it comes down to. The convincing process. Now, this is the legal bit that comes after when you accept an offer. The legal and convincing process may take up to three months. Sometimes it can take a lot longer depending on if you've not got a straightforward title for your property. Maybe you've got an older style property. Maybe you've got a split and you've agreed with the neighbours over the years between the shared use of the garden and you're not really sure what where that border or that boundary is anymore and you have to clarify that beforehand or you maybe have to start clarifying it now. So that's why sometimes the legal process can take a lot longer than you actually think. So selling your house today and agreeing for an offer doesn't necessarily mean you're actually going to be moving in three months. There is a lot of rigmarole and hoops to jump through as a result of that in legal technicalities before you start it. So it gives you time to breathe while the market loosens up. So right now, across all price ranges, estate agents have vast numbers of buyers registered and many are actually chain-free. I mean, we've got people registered, they're chain-free, they're ready to go, and they're just waiting on the right things coming up. So there is an opportunity there somewhere. But unless people get in touch with us and give us their information and give us what they need and what they want, we can't do anything about it. So we can't help you unless you help yourself. That's really ultimately what it comes down to. Some are buying first, others have sold and are ready to move as soon as possible when a sale comes up. Some people are actually moving into rent accommodation, aren't they? Yeah, some people will. Um, I think I'd go back to the people that are chain three um, as well. The good thing about people buyers now, if you guys are out there and you need to sell to buy, if you're competing against people that are chain three, probably in rented accommodation or a second home, they'll be flexible with date of entries as well to suit the seller to to get the property they want. So you're you're not you're only one step behind showing that your house on the market, you're two steps behind because you're competing against everybody else that's willing to be flexible with dates of entries as well. I think there's a common misperception out there about estate agents. I, I sometimes think that maybe people look at, at us and think, oh, we're just like, you know, uh, shop assistants, you know, we're selling shoes, it's the same sort of thing. We're selling houses and therefore the customer, the buyer is the customer. The, the cus our customer is not the buyer. Often, the first time we hear from someone, it's when they say, oh, I've been looking at this house I want to buy, but my, but my property is not on the market. You are the person we need to speak to. You whose house is not on the market, who are afraid to move until they find the right house, we are your, you are our client. It's not the buyer. So you need to come to us before you get to the stage that you've seen a house that you want to buy. Come to us, discuss with us, find, let us find the house for you and let us let us manage your timescales for you. Um, it is, it, it, you've, you've hit the nail on the head a bit there, Alicia, because when you think about it a bit more and you take this into the next steps, as a, as, a, as a seller, and I would be sitting here and I didn't know anything I knew just now, I'd be sitting and thinking to myself, if I get a stage and round, all they want to do is sell my house. What's your thoughts on that? No, it, you know, if we get that, that's the bonus. The primary motivation is almost like an advisory service, first and foremost, because 
we need you, whether you go with a different estate agent, we still need you to put your house on the market, you know, in order to keep all the wheels turning. So we are more than happy to come out and advise and reassure and find your time skills. And we store all that data mm -hmm. so that we are able to match. And I think that's perhaps the key thing. We're not really like shop assistants where we just sell a product. We match people. So, um, and that's that's where we do our job really, really well, is where we, we find a buyer whose circumstances perfectly fit the circumstances of the seller. So what do you say to someone out there that's actually thinking about uh, thinking about selling, but they, they have to sell before they can buy? I mean, in the, in the statement I'm about to say, given that your perfect home could actually hit the market without warning and to have the same bargaining power and chances of other competing buyers, what do you need to do with your home first? Put it on the market. You have to put it on the market. I actually have had, to... Yeah, go ahead. Carry on. Uh, I actually dealt with a client on, I think it was Tuesday, and was having this conversation. I said, look, the last thing I would want to happen, you're, you're, you're worried about the stress and all that. The last thing I would want to happen is that a few days later, your house, your, your dreams comes on the market, then it's rush, 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 because then it is stress, stress, stress. And then you have to panic and do it all in one two days later they stressful process to do that i mean i absolutely agree with that 100 for anybody that's been through that before um you know uh you know just give it give us your thoughts on this and give us your thoughts in the comments if you want about how how it was for you and your journey selling your property previously um and maybe the things that you can advise other people that they should do um beforehand or uh, in the selling process in order to make it less stressful for them i'd be interested to hear people's comments on that and the reason for that is because it's um, you're, you're absolutely right jimmy it's amazing how many people actually leave it all to the last minute when they see the home of their dreams come up then they go i want my house on the market now and it's like okay so we've got to get the photographer organized we've got to get the home report the surveyor round and organized we've got to then go around to get the descriptions done we've got to then if you've got drone footage we've got to do that we've got to do a video walkthrough if you've got to do that and it's like, how do you think we're going to do that next day? That That's not entirely possible. That's not plausible. And, and that's and what I was... That's the difficulty. And it's like, I'm, I'm going to lose out my dream home. Yeah, okay. But <laughs> if we had actually done a wee bit of process and we'd actually looked at this beforehand and you'd given us the heads up and you talked about your desires and your wants and what you really need in the next property and where you are and your position that you are, we would have been able to give you the best advice what to do next in order to for when that time did come, we would we would make the magic happen. That's really what it comes down to. That's ultimately what we're here for. Um, it's what you said, Alicia, we're here in advisory. If I don't think at this point in time, uh, personally, if I don't think you should be selling your house at this point in time, I will blatantly tell you, you should not be selling your house for that, 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 and that, and that reason. And I would list them all off. And whether you want to take my advice or not is entirely up to yourself. But I've seen it time and time again thousands of people have advised over the years have been involved in property that's really what it comes down to yeah and um we go back to the clients that i was with and i think i met them on tuesday two days later that property did come on the market so now we are rush 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 to try and get it um and obviously we'll do everything we can but it's making it a bit tricky but another one of that is if you do get on the market and we find the buyer with the right circumstances that we have right now for another property um the lady that's selling with us wants a specific sort of property in cooper um 
and she knows of, of a couple other ones come on the market or come on the market and she's like oh jimmy i'm going to go and view this one i'm going to go and view this one i was like hold on that's not what you said that you wanted to me now you're going to see that just for the sake of going to see it because you're worrying but don't you don't need to be doing that we've got a buyer that's in rented accommodation willing to wait up to this time frame so you've probably got you've got another at least four months before you need to find something so let's just take a step back wait for the right one to come on the market and then we'll we'll go again this is the, this is the rush process isn't it this is when people are actually sitting rush through the whole process themselves and they don't realize just because they've actually sold their house they, they need they think immediately they've got to find a house the next day to move into yeah, but that's not the case. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so ask always ask a state agents for help. If you're not comfortable already for a constant parade of viewers and eager buyers, there are other ways of making your home available. You know, a state agency and then I, I, I hate to say this way, a state agency your partner in a successful move. <laughs> well, you know the reputation of estate agents, don't you? <laughs> or some estate agents, you know. They're, you know, I, d I didn't like to say it, but you know, in America, where I was, I was trained from the, an American company. In America, it's the fourth most respected profession in America, being a real estate agent. In the UK at that time, it was the fourth least respected, um, uh, uh, um, you know, career in, in in the UK. So how could you go from the fourth in America? And worldwide, so it's a really high-profile, respected industry uh, around the world. But in the UK, there seems to be some sort of stigma to, to estate agents. So you know, we've we've tried successfully over the years to change that opinion. And and I can't, I can't. We must be doing something right because we've got over two hundred reviews, and we're sitting at ninety-eight percent approval rating on our website on on an independent review from all our customers that have used us before. So we must be doing something right in order to do that. Um, and I think that's where the benefits come from, how we've been trained from Australian estate agents and from American estate agents in terms of how we approach the whole process. But if you're not comfortable, there's other ways to make your home available in this process. I mean, we, we are your partners in a successful move at the, when it comes down to it. And when you're open about your plans and your concerns, we can help in many ways. And our now we can see when I say that, when you're open about your plans and your concerns, this is where it comes around to it. When an estate agent walks in the door, a lot of people clam up straight away. What are they after? They just want to sell my house. And and it almost, I almost feel on, on very few occasions, but some occasions, it almost becomes, I feel like it's a competition about how close I can guess to what the valuation is they've got in their mind. <laughs> and it, it becomes, I don't know if you get that, Jimmy. It's like, All you know, when you walk in the door sometimes, it's like, you know, um, uh, okay, um, so what are you thinking in terms of your value? Well, that's what you're here for. You're here to you're here to tell me what the value. Yeah, I know I'm here to tell the valuation, and I'm going to go through all the comparables. But the reason I'm actually asking you just now is to is to come to an agreement about what your expectations are first, because you know on the very odd occasions, I've, you know I know the valuation of the house is probably around about the two hundred fifty thousand mark. But when you ask somebody what they're thinking, they say, "Oh, I think my house is worth half a million." Yeah, I, had oh, that last week. I, had that, I had that last okay. week. I told, I told what, them why, my life why, was why, million, why was. am I sitting here? Why am I? Why am I sitting here if it's worth half? If you think it's worth half a million, so I have a mountain to climb when I walk in the door. But the great thing is, I've got all the comparable evidence right in front of me to demonstrate to you exactly what the price of your house is and the reason why the price of your house is that. Because at the when it comes to it. If you've got the same house as the person next door, it doesn't matter what you feel about the price of your house. 
if the person next door had exactly the same house and they sold it the day before for 250000 the price of your house today, the next day, is 250000 Even though you want three hundred, it's still 250 because that is the market value for the property. No one's going to pay 50000 more. Well, sometimes we make the magic happen. <laughs> well, I've done that, haven't we? <laughs> and I still sit in Scotch and think, how do we manage to do that? 100000 more was on one occasion. Um, so... So they're, they're not going to, in an ideal world, they're not going to say, oh, well, you're sold next door for 250000 I'm going to give you 300000 for years. And, it, you know, it's exactly the same next door. That won't happen. But that's why an estate agent is your partner, to, to let you understand that's the true value of your home. Then it gives you the facts to come to a factual decision based on the information that you've been given by the estate agent. Listen, if you don't believe that estate agent after they've shown you all that evidence, Get another estate agent out to confirm if whether it's, it is or is it not. But whatever you do when you get the other estate agent out is don't tell them what the previous estate agent said. Because what they'll do is they'll go, what did they say? Oh, they said it was that. And that. Ah, I think it's about that as well. You, no, the other person as well should be showing you comparable evidence about what they think as well and why they come up with that number. This is not a... I'll just lick my finger and put it in the air and, and think about what number I could think about in order to appease you. That's not. It has to come from somewhere, that valuation. So that's why it's important that we are a successful partner to help you get the best circumstances and understand the facts before you make a decision. That's all it comes down to. So what are our other lesser-known talents? Well, finding a buyer will actually wait for you finding a home. How have we done that before, Jimmy? Um, there are many, many different things. We've we've had people with twelve month um, time frames when they're one of them. We're doing a self build and then managed to secure a, a number of fundable of ten thousand pounds to make sure that they didn't um, pull out the process because it was such a long date of entry and we agreed a, agreed a price. So that's one that's, way. That's, 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 uh, you know, there is people out there that will wait, and I say it every single time, and it's amazing the amount of people that actually think that the, 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 the someone I'm wanting the door within four or, four or five weeks. But but the reality is, um, here's, here's, the, here's the example of this. If somebody wants in the door in four or five weeks and you've got to find your next house, you need an entry date of probably around maybe four months, six months, a bit longer so we need to find a buyer that's going to agree to that okay if you're on the market we can find that buyer if you're not in the market we can't find that buyer because no one knows about your house anyway so they'll never inquire about it so unless you do something else your circumstances where you are right now will never change you're stuck where you are so what i talk about all the time in order to change some things in your life you have to change some things in your life. That's what it comes down to. Alicia, what's your thoughts on this? Oh my gosh, where did I begin? Um, I think just starting at where you just left off there, um, that time frame that you were talking about it, and, and the misperception that everyone wants to move in, in the space of two months, I think that that, I think that, that is a misperception. Um, let's take, for example, a Let's take, for example, the schools and St. Andrew's University in our area. 
an awful lot of people who get jobs at, at, at these institutions, they know they're coming to do that job, uh, you know, six, seven months before they actually get here because yeah. they have to they have to complete the term at their previous place of work. So they will come, they will say, okay, I'm looking for a house. We put that in our system. And then when we have, when we find the right property for them, we marry those people together. And that's another service that we have. We have that ability to quietly market your property within our own contacts and our database, which over the decades has is huge in you know speaking for five properties we have a huge database of people looking for properties all the time yeah. so it's quietly being able to market uh, and be ready for when you are ready to go it's actually as well you're absolutely right i mean that's a that's a key principle and as well as actually telling someone uh, how to actually market the how to actually register as a buyer properly and how to go about that process as well with the right agents and with all the different uh, websites. I mean, everybody, th there's a big reliance uh, to degree. We've become a bit lethargic and and, and uh, everybody's like that. It's it's almost like, well, we'll just go to right move. We'll just go to Zoopla. Uh, but what you don't realize is a lot of these, of, a lot of these properties are sell they're selling before they actually go to right move and Zoopla. Now that's not off market properties. This is because there's different mediums uh, and, and media getting used now and selling properties and i mean social media really social media like you know like facebook like youtube like instagram like these different channels even twitter sometimes for for investment properties and um, these are all getting sold well before they even get on a website like right moving zoopla because right moving zoopla i'll be honest they're dinosaurs they are scrambling about in the background wondering how they're going to change their model and their system to adapt to the new technology that's available today. There's people even selling houses on TikTok, for goodness sake. You know, and, and so when you think, well, look at it this way. What happened to Friends Reunited all these years ago? Yeah, exactly. Some people won't even know who that is. But that was Facebook before it started. You know, it wasn't Facebook. But that was the original Facebook where Friends Reunited and everybody met up by the schools, their old school colleagues on, online. But that disappeared completely. And this is what's going to happen effectively to right moving Zoopla as the new technologies emerge and take over because that model no longer is applicable to the way people work today and the way people think today. And you spend, well, I don't know about you, but most people spend three hours a day on their phones. You've got a captive audience all the time. So you can they can see property before it actually gets to a website. Um, straight away because they're on their phones and they're on Facebook more or, more or less all the time and TikTok and all these different channels. Um, I dare anybody to tell me they're not. <laughs> Maybe you have the once in the blue moon people, it, it won't, but most people will be on these social media channels in some shape or form and that's where everybody is. They're not on Rightmove, they're not on Zoopla. The great thing about these social media channels is they often can determine whether you're going to buy or sell a property before you actually know you're going to buy or sell a property based on your patterns of behavior and what you do. Do you know if you speak to your phone on occasions, <laughs> they pick up information from your phone. Do you know if you speak on Messenger or you speak on WhatsApp and you say anything privately to a person on WhatsApp, your data is actually collected as a result of that, and it's processed in order to allow 
People like yourselves can use that data in order to retarget you with adverts. So your patterns of behavior can be used as a mechanism for us to show you the right properties to you. That's the great, that's the great thing about it. It actually has pinpoint accuracy almost because if you're saying something and we don't know, but we don't know who you are, they still get you our, our advert or, or our property journey or our property uh, personal tour or our, our drone footage. They still got that in front of you because they know you're about to make a buying decision for property. And that's another way uh, the technology will overtake things. So that's why recommended is, is you as a buyer to other agents where you're, where you're looking to move is one of the things, but also helping you in the background do it this way as well, um, as well as helping you um, with your sale. Um, estate agents can also oil the wheels of your purchase. Even when you're, even when no homes seem available, um, we can actually tell you about homes um, we've seen, uh, yet aren't seen so far. That's a classic, eh? Well, we're just talking about that now. You know, the, yeah. the, the one now is like, oh well, I've been out to a five bedroom. Oh well, I've been out to a three bedroom, and I've been out to a four bedroom, and and it's almost like, well, okay, let's let's see if we can just put everybody in touch with everybody else. Um, and actually, nothing makes it to a website at all. It's an off-market yeah. deal. I had a. I've been out. I was out to three properties in the Levermouth area in the space of two days, and we. I set up a viewing for each of them. This person's house suited this person. This person. This person. So I did like a three-way viewing. It didn't didn't work out, but two of them ended up basically swapping properties. So yeah, um, yeah. they both were able just to agree a price, and it was actually at a similar level. So just that was it. It was so done. Other ones as well. There's like. For example, um, flyering, uh, putting flyers out in the street. I mean, I don't tend to do that anymore. What I do is I retarget them with an advert on social media um, on that street. So I can retarget all the people on that street are actually on social media with an advert in order to say, look, if you're thinking about selling in the street, um, we have buyers looking in the street right now. That's what it comes down to. Hence the reason why nobody else sees these adverts except the people in that vicinity of that street. I mean, that is amazing technology that you don't even need to walk out and go around the house and put a flyer through a door anymore. Um, you can actually just target people as a result of that. Um, and it's also ident helping you identify um, additional locations to wide your search as well. Um, I, now, how can, I put it, how can I put that forward where, where I say that? Let's give an example. Help you identify additional locations to widen your search. I, here's one that I get all the time. I'm looking for a house to buy. Okay, so where are you looking? Fife. All right, okay. So, St. Andrews? Oh, no, 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 no. No St. Andrews. Okay. Uh, Kirkcaldy? No, not Kirkcaldy. Dunfermline? No, not Dunfermline. Cooper? No. Leavenmouth? No. Anstruther? Yeah, I like Anstruther. So, we're talking about the East Newton. <laughs> so, but it's amazing how many people actually immediately just jump on and say, look, I'm looking for a property in Fife. But when you actually pro, when you when you bring that down to the grass the grass ducks and you know uh, localize it, it's actually probably it's Nuke, it's, it's Cooper and, and it, or it's Leavenmouth or it's Kirkcaldy or it's Glenrothes. It's not just Fife, and but the key out of that is then you don't get umpteen emails out of that process sent to your inbox all the time and get completely annoyed and then you end up saying it's junk and then because you say it's junk, the one that does come through you're really interested in actually goes into junk and you miss it completely. That is one. That is one of the key things that we we do as a result. So what else? What else do we do? I mean, put. I, I would just say put us to good use and let's have a chat to find out. Really, that's what it comes down to. Alicia, what, what what's your thoughts on that? 
Well, just on what you were just saying there, Jim, I think that's absolutely right. The most successful transactions that I find most memorable, most satisfying, where the client is over the moon, are the ones where they actually trust us. They come in and they say, this is my life situation. They're very open about it. They're open about their time scales. They're open about what they want to do with the money once they've sold their house. Because not everyone wants to just immediately put it all into another house. Some people want to pay for a university education for their uh, offspring. Some, you know, if they're completely open and transparent, you know, that is a deep honor for me that they have placed their trust in me. And then we then do everything that we can within our power to make sure that that person's aspirations are realized yeah. um, and I think that's a service that people really don't always equate uh, to, to estate agency. It is a big trust thing isn't it it's uh, I, and if you do if you do um, if you, you that that really comes uh, a lot would, would it be the case I mean what's the most important thing is it trust or is it cheap fee? Well we, hear, is there, is there we do hear who is the cheapest um, but if you are looking for a rewarding, stress-free experience where you get the not always the highest, if you want the highest, we can get you the highest. But if you, do, it's not for some people always the highest fee that is the most important thing. Yeah. So you have to trust us and let us know what is the most important thing, and we can achieve that for you. Um, so I think that's. I think it's really vital. Yeah, I agree. Um, there was a there was a recent a recent um, sale. It's actually now concluded, so I could talk about it now. And I, I don't want to say where the property was, but she actually decided to take a twenty thousand pound hit uh, in terms of the end result. But but I'll be honest, don't don't feel sorry because we did get a hundred thousand more, <laughs> even with a twenty thousand hit. So but but it was because a local person uh, was somebody was coming to live in the home rather than actually buying it as a holiday home. Um, but but still, it's the fact that they trust us enough to understand, and we trust them enough to understand. And it is a process which, which um, if you tell us what you need, we'll show you how to get it. I tell you what it's like, and you you know I love analogies. It's like baking the cake, isn't it? So <laughs> tell me all the ingredients that go into the cake, and it's the egg, and it's the flour, and it's the milk, and it's the it's the sugar, and it's a pinch of salt. And all the rest of it. But what happens is some people don't want to say anything, and then they give you all the ingredients for the flour the, for the cake, but then they take they, they don't tell you about the egg. The egg is maybe the situation where it's their circum the personal circumstances. They don't want to tell you about that because I feel embarrassed about that. So I don't want to divulge that to you. So I don't tell you that. And therefore, do you think the actual the cake's going to turn out better than what it would have in the beginning? Possibly not. Yeah, and that's exactly right. And that's exactly what how some people approach life in general. I can get onto a whole different ballgame here and we could have a whole different show here. But that's exactly what happens. They fail to trust the person fully in front of them and they can't tell them that they don't want to divulge all the facts because they feel completely embarrassed in the process, maybe about something that's happened that it, 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 they don't want to tell you about. But because they don't tell you about it, you don't have the best chance to, to give them the best outcome that you can get as a result of that. Does that make sure. sense? Yeah, absolutely. And it comes back to what you were saying a moment ago about what's more important, the cheap fee or the or the service. And, you know, sadly, some people do come to us because they have to sell their house in yeah. order to raise cash. But they quite often don't want to tell us that. 
um, they quite often feel it's embarrassed. They're embarrassed about it. So they they want to go with the cheapest fee because in the front forefront of their mind is I need money and therefore I need to conserve money. So I need to go with the cheapest person who will cost me least. But actually, that is so short term that you're they're going to end up doing themselves a massive disservice because quite often the cheap fee is completely corresponding with the cheap service that you're about to get. So if you are out, if you need the most money, do not go with the cheap sales service. You know? Now, can I, can I play devil's advocate and say, when you talk about cheap service, what, what do you actually mean? Is that is that end result? We're in a market where, all, uh, you know, eventually all houses will sell. Okay, yeah. so if it's, but there's a whole, um, what, what we would endeavour to do is make sure that your exit strategy is realised. We've talked about that already on this show about the circumstances of you leaving the property. Um, but if we want to maximise the audience for selling your property and hit the person that has perhaps all of these circumstances and the big fat wallet to go with it, yeah. then you have to make sure that, that your estate agent can offer all of the platforms, have a great social media coverage have a fantastic database have a, a good reputation have you know we need we need all the bells and whistles and yeah. not all of the cheap that we are not all the same you know well that's a classic example as i get sometimes it's like well i don't really need the video okay right okay but the video is probably one of the most important points now because the person that's sitting in london that has no time to come and visit your property will probably be the person that will pay the most but because we do the video and do the walkthrough and do what I call talking pictures rather than silent movies, which mo which every other estate agent does, to be honest, just a, a, a video walkthrough with music. We do talking pictures, and that engages with that person. Therefore, that person is confident that they could actually make an offer without actually walking in the door, and they'll pay the, be the person that pays the most. And so that extra few hundred pounds to get that video done properly and get a proper social media campaign on it has actually reached that person which otherwise wouldn't have been reached by just a normal post on a right mover or Zoopla website because they didn't even have the time to go to these websites either. They, they needed an advert to appear right in front of them without them knowing it on their phone. And that's why, that's, you know, I think I think that's what you're saying in, in, in real terms. It's Absolutely. Often, yeah. It's the so reach. The end, so the end result is more important to a degree because, well, Jimmy, you talked about it previously about the difference between a 1% and 2% agent. So a 1% agent, what, maybe gets you 100,000, but it'll cost you 1,000 pound for the 1% agent, okay? But a 2% agent maybe gets you 102,000, okay? So you get 99,000 back in your hand with a 1% agent. But a 2% agent, okay, of 100, maybe gets you 102,000, so they'll cost you 2,000 pound. But you've got 100,000 in your hand now because you've got 102,000 at the end. So you're a thousand pound up on the one percent agent. So am I saying that the one percent agent is actually the dealer? Ah, the one percent agent is actually the most expensive. It's, <laughs> um, it's so hard. The difference between the one percent agent and the two percent agent is actually the one percent agent is more expensive than the two percent agent. It's hard. It's hard to be the cheapest and the best. Um, yes. Because if yeah. everybody was the set, if everybody was the setting. If everybody was the same, there would probably only be one estate agency and they would all be charged. 
would only be one estate agency because everybody could do yeah. the same job or everybody would be the same fees. That's not the case. It's all the sellers out there. It's probably the main one is trust before they instruct an agent. Um, and then you've got to go from the person is who's going to get me the most. And that's got to be through negotiating audiences, database, marketing, everything else that comes with it, but trust. And yeah. that's why I would say that 99% of our business comes from is referrals and, and trusting what we do on shows like this. And we got nothing to hide. We give all that information out. Um, yeah. And yeah. If anybody asks me, they can have everything for, they can have all the information they want for free. If you want to go and sell your house privately yourself, get in touch with me and I'll tell you how to do all by yourself. And I'll tell you all the information to sell your house privately. I'll tell you all the secrets, everything that we use in order to do it. And you can have that all for free. And you can go and sell your house for privately and do it all yourself. And I will give you that information for free. Yes, for free. And then you'll realize how much goes into selling a house and how to get top dollar. And that's the key here. I mean, take control. Let's talk about taking control of your move. When you haven't set your heart in another home, you can set the agenda over the, the terms of your sale and filter out the buyers who are happy to work to your schedule. Now, this is the whole point of this, they're happy to work to it. So what do I mean by happy to work to your schedule? Having a sale agreed on your existing property actually gives you, now listen to this, certainty of being able to move and that your home is saleable. Confirmation of your buyer power, buying power for your next home. That's a key here. Confirmation, because it's amazing how many people, we had it recently, didn't we? I can't get that other home because I don't have enough and I'm not really sure what my home's worth, but we ended up getting the right amount for their home than they, more than they expected in order to get them to be able to buy the other home. And that was the whole point. It also gives you more credibility when registering with estate agents because they know exactly where you stand now. It's not pie in the sky. Um, we talked about this the other day about, you know, if somebody phones into us and says, I'm looking at your or I'm looking to register and they've got a house to sell. Um, we need to come and see your house. Um, oh, but you don't really need to because I'm not really selling it at the moment. Well, okay. So what happens is when we contact our seller, if you're ready to buy their house or you want to view their house, the first thing they're going to see is, what do you think of their house? Because they've got a house to sell. Do you think they can sell it? And I'll go, well, we don't know because they've never been in the door. We've never seen their house. Oh, well, they're not coming around my house to view it. There's no point if you if, if, if you don't have that. So we actually get told by the sellers they don't want you around because you've not even got yourself in a position to proceed at all. So okay. that's, why, that's why we're insistent on coming out to see your house and, look, and giving an appraisal of your house so we know what position you're in. This is all about you as a buyer. So we know what position you're in and what your house is like so we can convince our seller to accept you for a viewing and also possibly accept an offer that you'll put in conditional upon you selling your house because we then know for certainty that's what we do on your behalf as a buyer that's why it's important when you register with us or any other estate agent or buyer you actually get them out to look at your house and appraise your house so they can convince the other person to do that so it gives you more credibility when registering with estate agents if you've got that agreed offer already but there's the other side of that where you if you get somebody out just to make sure you've got a proper marketing plan uh, it also gives you access to off-market homes, market, uh, to access to the off-market homes. We call them priority access um, um, buyers, uh, a level footing to compete with other buyers, the ability to offer on a home 
ability to offer in a home in your dreams. Why would you not do that? Why would you not get someone out to help you with the process so you've got the ability to offer on the home of your dreams? I thought that's what it was all about in the first place. <laughs> it's not about just finding any odd home. It's finding the home of your dreams, the one that you really want. And that's what an estate agent is there to do for you. Of course, nobody knows for sure, but the house prices are expected to rise much slower in 2022 with our well-respected sources like, you know, like Savills, um, even Rightmove and stuff like that, Zoopla, uh, and they're all, in the Royal Institute of Charter Surveyors, they're all forecasting between 35 and 5% increase. Now, think about that. I mean, when we were at maybe 2010, 2012, we weren't even getting these types of increases anyway. So what they're talking about is slowing down to 35 and 5%, but that's still a lot of money. That's keeping up with inflation. Um, so as more homes become available, growth usually flattens. So when it comes to the summertime, you'll see a splurge of homes come on. And if you go on in the summertime and you don't go on now, then you're competing against everybody else's home in the summer. That's another key point as well. So that's why you'd look to actually secure your buyer now with a longer entry date in order to get a certainty in your price so you can buy your next dream home when they're all coming in the summer. That's the key because then you're in a great position. You've got an offer in your house. It's a dead set. You can just go in with certainty for the home and say, that's the one I want. This is the offer I've got. I'm in a position to proceed. Force everybody else's hand, because guess what? They've not done what you've just done. Yeah. They're exactly where you're thinking right now. Oh, I might not put my house in the market till I get it. I might not get an estate agent round to do that yet. It's not, it's not the time to do that. And then you've missed that opportunity. Uh, preparation. Point of readiness, preparation and opportunity meets. Preparation is our bit. The opportunity is when the when the property arrives at your dream home. That is the point of readiness. So the key here is most people need to be prepared for that point. And preparation is what we're talking about today. So if you're unsure about the exact value of your home after two years of exceptional price increases, well, why not get in touch to get that appraisal? Uh, let's get ahead of spring buyers. What do we need to do to get ahead of spring buyers, Alicia? Oh my goodness. Um, well, I guess we have to bear in mind our time scales, you know, yep. so we've only got six weeks before those spring buyers come in. So, wow. of course, you have to think about getting your house sale ready for starters. Mm -hmm. um, and I think you should take advice on that, too because you don't need to install a whole new kitchen frequently or a new bathroom or completely repaint. I saved somebody £7,000 recently. I saved them £7,000 recently. Because when I walked in the door that says, we're going to change the ensuite, we're going to put a brand new one on, and I went, what are you doing? <laughs> right there. I said, the only thing wrong with a suite is it's, it's the grout it needs to be done and then take out the seal and actually just put a new sealer in. It'll be great and we good as new. And it's sold. Save them seven thousand pounds that they would have just thrown to put another on suite in. It was crazy, and and it's sold already for a for a price way over the odds. So seven thousand pounds have saved as well. Do you think how much do you think my fee was? Nothing near that. So even before <laughs> I got in the door, I actually saved them money. So they got me for nothing, and they got cash back in the exercise. Hello. <laughs> that's, it just doesn't make sense, does it? But that's what we're here to do for someday. We're here to work our magic. Anyway, sorry, Alicia. I got I got on a mission there. <laughs> Continue. No, Let's go on. Exactly Let's go on. What else? What else? What other things? Well, um, 
what to do. Well, uh, obviously, what you've just said there is that you have to start speaking to people, start yeah. start informing people that you intend to put your house on the market, um, and get and get as much advice. And you know, I hate to say it, don't just phone one estate agent. You know, go to yeah. others, get advice. Well, You'll soon find out who the best are. Complete differential. I mean, it's it's almost like night and day when people get us out. Um, and I demonstrate that every single time I go into someone and says, can you, the first, the last thing I'll do when I walk out the door is, can you see a fundamental difference between what we're doing and what everyone else is doing? Everybody else says, absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's just, you're on, you're on a completely different field and level um, as opposed to everybody else in terms of what you're doing. But don't, I, listen, if anybody's listening out there and you're watching, go on our website, don't take our word for it. Click on our, our our reviews, and you'll see what our customers say. That's their words, not mine. Okay, so um, I mean, quickly, um, let's talk about then the, the buyer needs to get to the top of the charts. Unwelcome level of stress, strain, and already in the uncertain processes with unanswered questions like, when will you get an offer, um, or will you get an offer soon? How long will it take to negotiate the price? Uh, will you still be able to move in at the right speed? Um, with a current supply shortage, uh, you'll thank yourself for being ready and waiting for the home of your dreams to come up for sale. Because that's effectively what's going to happen, isn't it? Exactly. Every single day in five, 17 people make a decision to buy or sell a property. That's right. And in actual fact, uh, it comes back to what we were saying earlier about you know who, who an estate agent's customer is. And for us, the seller is the customer. My goodness, if I had a pound for every time I heard the phrase, oh, my house isn't on the market, but I've been told it'll sell in a, in a few days. How many times do we hear that every day? Or the house next door sold in two days for half a million. So my house is going to be worth half a million. Well, maybe the house next door has got a swimming pool and a massive extension. Just because it's right next door is not does not mean that your house is going to sell like that, you know? So at the end of the day, there's only one buyer in the marketplace at that point in time, possibly for that property. So exactly. you might have to wait. As, well, exactly. Look so at you look have to. example. Recently, we sold a old, a old St Andrews Road in Lookers. So there was an estate agent had a well. This is a prime example. An estate agent had exactly the same house next door to ours. They put it on before ours. We put ours on and sold it within six days. Something like that, yeah. And they took six months. Exactly. And so it's like, how on earth could you have exactly the same properties? They put theirs on before you. You put yours on after them, and you sell yours in six days, and they take six months. How is that possible? They had to wait for the next door to get it sold. But that's the problem from from when when you when you turn up to an estate agent saying that oh I know my house will sell because next door sold. I'm afraid I don't take that as gospel. I can't. I don't really put much weight on that because we know that depending on who's selling your house, your house may sit on the market for months. So if your house is not already on the market under offer at the very least then your power, your buying power, has shrunk enormously. So if you want to have the best, most powerful situation for you to acquire the house of your dreams, then you must be able to say, I have sold my house, or it is under offer at the very least. Because right, no, nobody else, I mean, it's not just us. It's, uh, I, I know it's every other stage, and I'll not even entertain you if you're not in a position to do anything. Okay. 
often now they're just they're just completely rude because I get it because I'm a buyer for investment properties. They're just completely rude. They actually don't even respond to you at all. So when you put an offer in, uh, you know, if you put it in via email, they'll not even respond to you. They're just, you know, and, and it's like, so what happened? It, well, it, it got sold. Right. So do you know think about just respond to me anyway, just to say it was sold? <coughs> no. It's like, wow. So and that's the sort of that's the sort of that's the sort of attitude that goes around in the stage of the world right now because the market is so buoyant. So you need to put yourself in a position where you've almost got the you're almost the golden child. You know, you've got everything going for you. Um, and you're the ideal prospect. Um, but I'll tell you what, and I was, I've was i said it in the beginning, I said it yesterday, about watch the show for the most important point now as a buyer. The most important point is no longer the price that you offer because everybody can do that. It's your flexibility of entry. That's what comes out here. That's why people are hesitating to sell because buyers out there uh, uh, can't give flexible flexibility of entry Um are the ones that are getting precluded as a result of that, and that's why they're not selling to these people. So the the most important thing, and we all, I usually say cash flow is king, but really flexibility is king now. Flexibility is the key here for everything as a buyer. If you can give a seller the flexibility of their entry date uh, you're having to allow them to go and buy their next property, you will get them probably accepting your offer, no bother if the price is right. So flexibility first, Price is right next, more than likely. Um, it just overtakes it now um, because of the key and the way the market is now. And that's why people aren't putting their house in the market because some buyers out there are not giving any flexibility at all. So they don't see. They don't see. They say, okay, then I'll wait till my house comes up then and then I'll offer on that and then I can sell it to you. But that's the only time I put in the market. And and that's where, that's where a seller puts themselves under pressure because that buyer might not actually appear anymore. Yeah, I, when you say flexibility is king, I've got a client now that's on the market. Um, he categorically said before he made it live, "Look, Jimmy, I don't want any. I don't want to get involved with people that have a property to sell when it's not on the market. It has to be sold. I don't want them even coming through it at all because I'm not wasting my time with them." So I think that speaks volumes. Just to just to finalise on that, that's a really good point, Jimmy. It, prioritizing your priorities what's the most important about your move uh, if you can untangle the emotional financial and practical uh, considerations the, the answer actually usually appears this is what we are here for this is what we talked about at the beginning of the show not everyone is looking for a bigger more expensive property and plenty of other uh, moves come from empty nesters downsizing retiring to the coast or country or city uh, looking for a change of scene um, switching from house to a bungalow, uh, giving up an old home for a modern one, selling two homes to move in together, uh, living near elderly relatives, moving to a less expensive location. So it's a really big question to ask is, do you absolutely need to synchronize your sale and purchase? Sometimes one can hold up the other and breaking the deadlock requires a train of a, a, a different train of thought. And that's that's clearly where we excel. And the the point is that's why you can't see the forest for the trees, because you don't understand the process. We completely understand the process, and a state agent completely understands that because they go, they live it and breathe it every single day. Um, whereas you don't. So it's asking, it's like it's like asking you to um to speak Spanish without actually knowing the word of Spanish. 
Um, it's the same way after you being a stage agent without actually and understand the stage in the process without you actually being in a stage agent. You you don't you don't understand. We don't we don't what we don't do is we don't open homes and let people look around them and that's our full job. The engine that goes on and the work that goes in the background is completely different to what anybody would think. It'd be it'd be interesting and hence the reason why we do a lot of vlogs and blogs online to demonstrate to people on their daily tasks what we're actually doing. Um, is actually fundamentally different from what you actually see at the, at the front, at the, at the coal face, if that makes sense. Um, so would you be able to move quicker on your next home if you already lived in a neighbourhood and had nothing to sell? As a local chain-free buyer, you'll be in your top list for a state agent to call. Um, I mean, what, what's the next steps? What's the next steps for anybody? Well, there's nothing to lose by picking up the phone and having a chat to discuss your plans. Um, yeah. We've experienced shortage of homes. Um, many clients with the same concerns right now as well. Um, and getting their timing right is key to making it your move a successful one. I always say to people that I've been going out to right now is they, they will have concerns about going into rented or becoming homeless. And I say to them, look, if I don't think I can get you from this place into your next home, in one move, then I'll tell you. But my main priority is obviously to, well, I got two main priorities here, get you as much, much for this as possible, but making sure you're gonna move somewhere, your dream home, where you're gonna be happy. Yeah. And making it in the time frame that suits you, that's the two things that's most important to me and obviously to them as well. So what's your, what's your final thoughts on this, Alicia? What would you tell anybody out there? So I think it's important to remember, you know, we've we've talked a bit about, um, you know, it being our job to make sure we get the right person for, for the right house as well. But that fear that you may have about what happens if I've sold my house and I still haven't quite secured the next house. We're talking about renting and we're talking, but an actual fact, your estate agent often helps with the legal process as well. Occasionally, we do have people who, for whatever reason, cannot complete on the date that they intended to complete on. And I think we'll find that actually most of the time, when we act as an intermediary, we call the solicitors and we say, look, we just need an extra few days or an extra week, or this has happened or that has happened. There is always a solution, providing you trust the right estate agent. It's our job to make sure that none of these hiccups that happen in life really cause you any long-term damage. We're there to yeah. smooth the path. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. I mean, my final thoughts on this is it's really preparation for everything. Preparation is the key here, and you'll never be any further forward unless you actually don't get expert advice. And that genuinely is um, calling on a stage. And no matter how much you think of an agent or, or not of an agent, uh, it, they are there uh, to give you the professional advice they know at that point in time. But it's down to the fact that, you know, is that person in front of you saying the right things to you that you want to hear or are they actually telling you? Because I often, I often, you know, I don't hold back. I mean, most people know that anyway. I'm quite I'm quite straightforward with my advice. And often on occasion, people have actually said, thanks very much for being so direct. It's given us the perfect advice. And I, and I think that's the most important point for everybody. It's, it's what's best for them. It's not what's best for me. It's what's best for them. That's the most important thing for me. And, and that's it, guys. On that note, that's us. The hour is over. And uh, and we're ready to, to move again. If you're watching this on the rerun, please feel free to mention any comments if you want. 
Um, you can actually message us direct or call us on 01CCC, 421774, or any of the other office numbers. And, uh, and until next week, guys, bye-bye. Thanks, for guys. Now. Bye.